Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Eduardo, uh, one of your hosts from the Beta uh, Podcast. Uh, this is episode 10. And unfortunately, today, um, our co-host Benjamin and our other co-host Javier Puente are not going to be able to join us today. Uh, I miss you guys out here, man. It's not the same um, doing the podcast without you guys. I uh, hope you guys are, are doing better. Uh, I just wanted to do a quick uh, recap of uh, San Diego Rocket Con, which was, um, took place March 9th and March 10th. It was a two-day event here in San Diego. It was pretty dope. I know a lot of you guys uh, got to go. Uh, we were fortunate enough to get uh, two booths and um, share them with uh, two local artists and talented people, which were uh, Jared and Javier. Uh, today, we have Jared on for the podcast for the first time. Uh, well, just tell us a little bit about your experience. Uh, you were telling me it's been your, it was your first uh, convention ever. Uh, you've never been to Comic-Con, so um, what did you think about SD Rocket Con? Well, um... Since it was my first uh, convention, I sort of went in with no expectations, sort of like fresh. The closest thing I've had to a convention was the VFW that got canceled. Yeah. So, um, it was so, pretty neat. Uh, the VFW is a really cool place. Um, it's really a really good show, small show. Uh, and it's more orientated for the collecting community, community in general versus... Uh, Rocket Con, which explores a little bit of everything, which is something that I really enjoyed. I mean, it had uh, a video game um, tournament. tournament, which was Super Smash Brothers. What else did they have? They, they had were dungeons, like movies. Oh, they had a free screening for the Blood Hunter um, film, and they also had Dungeons and Dragons. And I don't know how many vendors, but I think it was at least fifty, if not more. From from what I could see, and they also had like an artist alley, and um, celebrity signings. celebrity signings and like, it was fun. It was a really good show. Like, um, I know Mike Rivera had done his his podcast, the Palaver Project. If you guys didn't check out his latest episode, uh, please do so. It was um, sort of similar to the thing that we're recording right now, which he just did a. A general overview of um, how the con is versus Comic Con, and he was bringing up a lot of good points. You know, Comic Con is this big thing that you're gonna have to experience on your own, Jared. But I'm gonna take you hopefully uh, this upcoming one so you can uh, get a feel of it. But you're gonna see the big difference between Comic Con or San Diego Comic Con mm -hmm. versus uh, wow. a smaller con, which is Rocket Con. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> well, I mean, um, I don't really, I've never really been to it, so I can't really compare. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like it's going to be a huge step up since, like, Comic-Con is, like, the con, you know? Yeah. It's the big, it's the big thing, you know? Like, if you haven't gone to Comic-Con and you live in San Diego and you're, like, a comic enthusiast or just collector in general, um, there's no way that you cannot go at least once before you die. 
Ben always confused you with another kid <laughs> that was was also named Jared. So I think he was always under the impression that you were somebody else. Until I was like, nah, dude, like, it's this little kid, dude. You've never seen him? He's like, nah, nah. And I was like, well, we got we to gotta get him to start doing some, some, some stuff, you know. And then I think that's when I started meeting you at the VFW and just telling you um, in general, um, just like, that you were basically gonna do something for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and from there you guys started like just took me under their wing, get some showing me stuff, telling yeah. me stuff. So yeah. now that you've gone through this whole experience and actually meeting like that one guy who, who told you, um, that you made his day. Like, what what kind of feelings? What kind of things do you like? Are you looking forward to in the future as far as like people? And how they're gonna interact with you? Just meeting good people, you meeting know, people good. like that are actually appreciate, huh? Yeah, appreciative and people who have like a passion for like this stuff, you know, because mm-hmm. this is it's great. Yeah, figures just having because just the sense of being able to like hold the figure, hold them, you know, like you sort of like. You, ha- you sort of honor them, right? Yeah. When you pose them. Mm-hmm. Like, the characters that you so much appreciate. Mm-hmm. And people who, like, just get the figures to, like, re- like just to make money out of them, you yeah. know? Yeah. That's, like, I'm just, come on, man. You gotta help people out because there's people that... It's hard. It's there, hard. Yeah. It's hard, you know? And sometimes, at least for at least for me, for, my, for myself, and I know for, like, Benjamin as well, he's told me before that it's just... It was too much, you know, it was too much stuff and I didn't have the financial availability to be buying all these figures. And that's one of the main things that we set ourselves to, like me and Ben set ourselves to like kind of take away so that people would be able to help each other more. That's the main reason why we created the collector showroom. Yeah. And um, it's just turned into like something kind of cool you know yeah what you guys have done is just like have sort of a little pathway that like future collectors or collectors mm-hmm. that are not like too familiar where to get stuff yeah. you guys start putting it out there where to easily access like mm-hmm. the rare figures for like retail mm-hmm. and <laughs> people have gotten mad at you guys for having such good prices yeah that. well sometimes to be honest we're not making any sometimes we don't make money off some of the stuff like we just give them to retail because we know that people are looking for it. In the long run, I guess, like, the relationship that I build or the bond that I have with, with, with like, the people that I that I sell to is kind of more important to me than the money, you know? And I know it's the same case for Benjamin because uh, we've had a lot of conversations about that before. Um, but... I'm looking forward to seeing what else you're going to have in store because I know you have good intentions as well. And you've always, you've always surprised me sometimes, you know, telling me like, oh, I, I did this for you. I did this for like, in general, you know, and I'm not asking for an, a, anything in return, you know, like, I know you did this diorama because you wanted to actually genuinely give it away, like, to somebody. Well, um, I guess I'm... I, I'm pretty sure that I'm the, the youngest collector in the community. Possibly you could. I mean, might as well. You're 16, right? Yeah. Um, well, there's not... I don't really know 
Too people, many people. My age who collect figures. I sort of like just got it myself, you know, yeah. watching the YouTubers like Shardimus Prime. Yeah. And like, uh, I used to just buy them all pretty, pretty, uh, at expensive over prices. Spry, over spry, like overpriced with no bad pieces. Like, I'm mostly a Legends collector, movie collector, so sort of went off on the prices I saw on eBay. Mm hmm. But then I got introduced to like the BFW, the collector showroom, and all the other groups in San Diego. So the first time I, I, uh, Be Benjamin's the one who, like, uh, told me about it, the VFW. Oh, okay. I saw, I just met him at, like, the swap meet. Yeah. I was just, like, strolling, because my, to see if I could find some, some legends. <laughs> but I came across, Cause like. Because yeah. I know back then, like, maybe, like, not too long ago, maybe, like, a year ago or two, there wasn't a lot of people selling too many legends or, like, stuff like, as much as they are selling now. Yeah, you In my sure. opinion. You just... Uh, I've been to this, that place looking for figures a couple. Which a one did you go to? The National City. Okay, Soviet. the National City. And uh, there was like just. Random. Yeah, there's not really. There was just one like lady and a uh, man. She's who, the like, one that they sell from the pallets, the Walmart pallets. Uh, I'm not sure. She like set tables, but she had like a lot of, like, bootlegs. You know, okay, she sold yeah. priced them too. <laughs> but I, I just sort of like got a few figures from them that I could. That are that new were cool and original, but yeah, that's about it. You know, like just sort of hoping that they were always there. Yeah. Always have figures, but then I came across like, like your we've never yeah. seen you guys there before, and like you guys had like the two packs for like twenty five dollars, which in eBay I would get the regular Spider Man Homecoming for like twenty five, open with no piece, and you guys had like the two packs for twenty five. Like oh, yeah. Like, Where you guys been like all this time? <laughs> and then I went to the. The, the BFW, um, the BFW, and started to get to know you guys a little. I sort of got, I sort of got um. To know you guys more when like James, I I feel like James would like talk to you guys about me or something. Yeah. Like, show you my work. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to ask you um how it all started. I know earlier um you were telling me that um you found us and stuff and you were getting all the. You were getting kind of ripped off on eBay and stuff in the places that you were actually buying, and um, how did how did you start prior to that? Like before eBay or like what triggered it? I think you went a little bit in detail the last time that we were here, but I just wanted to uh, clarify it to everybody else. Like when did it all start? Like how old were you? Did you stop collecting at one point? Did you or stuff like that? I was sort of um, ever since. Kid, you know, I've always loved figures. Mm -hmm. Just like I had various, not really a certain collection. Yeah. But I would have various, like, uh, old school Spider Man 3, Spider Man 2, oh, those okay. kind of figures. And I was like so young, so I would just like, play yeah, with them play too with much, them. lose them a yeah. couple times. And um, it sort of stopped because it wasn't, I wouldn't really find any. Yeah. <laughs> like at Walmart yeah. or Toys R Us. Yeah. They're all sort of like gone. Like on YouTube, they're all of them. They're there. Yeah, YouTube. yeah. But not really. Well, and here in California is really hard, you know, because there's a lot of people that collect. So, it, the situation is already bad as far as like economically. Cause imagine having to pay like, especially last year when all those waves came out for Marvel Legends. Mm -hmm. Is at least minimum five to six figures per, per wave. That's at least a hundred to hundred and twenty bucks. 
it takes a big dent out of uh, people's wallets, you know. And so, apart from not being able to find them, being able to afford them is another whole a whole, a whole challenge. So, um, so then what happened? So you wouldn't be able to find them, and then that point, so they're just like you kind of stopped. Yeah. Until like I I still had like a few figures, and you know, I still would buy like not necessarily posable, but like whatever I can get my hands on. Yeah. Like, mostly Dragon Ball, cause I was was pretty fan of Dragon Ball back then, and um. I stopped until I started, like, just went back and rewatched like the Marvel movies, and then I fell in love when I saw Spider Man because he's always sort of he used to like which and, which interpretation uh, Civil War Civil War okay so Tom Holland as soon as I saw him I was like oh dang you know <laughs> and then like I've always known about the legends not really always but I've I've sort of seen them yeah. I, I never could see them like yeah. find them in stores so I never yeah. really would buy but buy you knew them. about their existence yeah I sort of knew them. And, um, I sort of, like, looked them up on eBay, up. you know? I, I came across, uh, some, some guys giving good deals on the, I got the, the three-pack, the Civil War three-pack, yeah. I got it for, like, $25. Okay. So I was like, you know, yeah. I, I, I had to <laughs> jump in and, I, and as soon as, like, I got them in my hands, I was like. So how are you making, how are you getting the money? Were you, at this point, were you getting the money from your parents? Or yeah, my, my dad, up, my or? dad would sort of, sort of give me a few like like you get every once in a while he would give you money and you would just save up, uh, not not necessarily like I'm just telling hey dad can you get this for me and yeah. he'd be like, my okay. dad is always like, he's always giving been me supportive, you know, he's always been there for us you know yeah that's pretty cool yeah he would like ever since we were little kids like he never like, said no right like he, he didn't stop you from like, collecting or anything just yeah, in no. general that's he pretty would, cool like, yeah, when we were like smaller yeah we're into Sonic the game yeah. you know. It was like our birthdays come around and you know you gotta wait for it he like he would like come home with bags and toys r us sonic figures and it's like Damn. early christmas but like we got older and toys r us was like it was pretty depleted at that point yeah. people started like just collecting collecting and uh when i got the three pack I just planning on getting that one by itself, you know. How so long, I wasn't how long ago was that? that? That must have been like during the time the movie came out, which was, it was a little after right? the movie came out. Okay. I think a few months maybe. Yeah. And as soon as I got them out, started posing them. Yeah. I had pops too, so I had them. I just had a few pops. Oh, okay. And uh, I had a few shelves, so just displayed them. And as soon as I started posing them around, I kept falling in love. Like I kept falling in love with the legends again, you know. Yeah. So, so I just I re, uh, I resorted like to eBay. Yeah. And well, on eBay, it's like you either because it's it's hard, yeah, yeah. Because you gotta be on there or you gotta bid over, and then you gotta hope that if you're not like it doesn't end like at three in the morning, because then you gotta wake <laughs> up to get in and stuff. It's like it's a big hassle, and then it's just a. It's a bigger market, you know, because you're competing against more people, which is something that when OfferUp came out, dude, like, it was freaking legit. Yeah, man, I, uh, I got introduced to OfferUp to my mom. Yeah. So I was trying to get my hands on, like, a, a metal Captain America shield. Mm-hmm. So I had, I had a pretty penny saved up. And I was just curious, I was like, Marvel Legends, search, and then boom, 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 like, 800 results came <laughs> up. And I was like, oh. So I yeah. just, like, I was like, 
<laughs> it has been here all along. Yeah. And I just been like spending like twenty dollars on yeah a loose Spider Man Homecoming figure when yeah. on here it's like fifteen brand new in box. Yeah. So I just sort of like stayed away from little from from uh, eBay. eBay and started just getting them through OfferUp. That was a little how long ago like how far was the transition from eBay to OfferUp sort of? Not how sure. long did it take you to realize that you could find them cheaper? Uh, as soon as I met you guys, okay, I was like, oh, I just sort of gonna, yeah, go with you guys instead of eBay, and yeah, you guys have like, found uh, I've gotten a lot of stuff from you guys. The DFW, yeah, I always look forward to that. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to hopefully they get everything sorted so that we can do another one soon. Cause I actually like doing that show. It's pretty fun. Um, you get to meet a lot of local people, and it's just the the general con collecting community you know the like the uh, and it's I, local too so yeah like, it's local in a few months there'll be gonna be another show yeah so i'd always make sure to like to save, save up because you guys as soon as you guys will release the ad for the vfw yeah. coming like i don't know march yeah. sun, sunday the 5th or something i would sort of have that <laughs> to like race as much as i could yeah and i would go in there and i would come out with like nothing yeah and like like nothing on my wallet just a like bunch of figures Mostly from, like, uh, like Ben. I would, like, when I went to get the... Because I'm mostly an MCU collector, so... Uh, ben would always sell, like, the MCU, like, packs. Yeah, yeah. So I'd always get those from him, because he would sell them, like, cheaper than retail, too. Because yeah. Walmart had them for, like, $48, like, the... The first 10 years wave. Yeah. So, like, I would get it from you guys. Um, and, yeah, I would just, like, sort of save up for that. And... When like the new new wave started coming out, like I don't really I didn't I forgot about eBay completely. Yeah. I would get like things that are not necessarily figures, just things I wouldn't get here. Yeah. Like I can't find that Walmart. Mhm. Mm and, but um yeah, mostly just find them here. Until recently, I just got them back into eBay, but not necessarily for figures. You yeah. know, mostly like figures you guys Check don't really prices. distribute. Yeah. Like the neck of Godzilla stuff. I got the mascots, but that's really about it. Maybe some like. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Replicas. Are you gonna? Now that you started collecting all that stuff, are you are you gonna stop collecting legends or? Oh no no no! no. Legends are the main thing. You just got into a bigger a bigger pothole then, cause you just started collecting Mesco too, huh? No, um, not necessarily. I just. Oh no! You just bought that one figure. Yeah, cause uh, I just I, Godzilla man. I yeah. <laughs> really, I had the neck. I bought the neck. Uh, Godzilla. So you're really excited about the movie that's coming up? Yeah, I'm pretty looking forward to it. Because uh, I have those, just my collection's all off. Movie figures. I, I yeah, said yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a yeah, yeah. since then. It's, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, and then I have a little random shelf. Like I got the Nick of Kratos. I got Is that all in your room, by the way? Yeah, it's all in my room. What are your parents Because <laughs> it's all over the room now, huh? They just like, sure. come in and they're like, sort of look at it. <laughs> like, I would tell them like, hey guys, I got this new figure. Like, Oh dang! Like, you got a shit ton now. Like, <laughs> Which one? You have a bunch. <laughs> yeah, I have like a, a ton, and I'm still, still growing too. I just recently bought some new shelves and they were refilled. Yeah. But yeah, I got that little, that little one random spot, where I have like, the monsters and I'm gonna have the, just random stuff like, that don't fit into like the legends. Movie yeah, collection. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um. So then, um, after, uh, how long after you got that three pack did you start doing dioramas? Oh, that's way after. That's way after. Yeah, like, Infinity War, like, came out already. 
Okay. Or no, I don't even know if it came out already, but um, no, I think it did because uh, I got into it just because I did the the throne for Thanos. The yeah, you, yeah, you said that you you gave out that story in the um other giveaway video or the announcement that we were raffling this off. Yeah, so it was a, li a little a little after I met you guys. We're still getting to the armors. And um, well, yeah, just James kept buying them. More money for the VFW. Yeah. So I just kept kept doing them. I started off from. Uh, materials like cheap materials walmart yeah like sort of things like and then i started learning learning and now how did it, how did you how, how was that like process of you starting and saying like oh shit i can actually do this and make a little bit more money like how long did that take you to realize or like what were the steps that took you to get to uh how much progress you've done since you started well, I never really had an intent of selling them, you know? It's yeah, sort of something yeah, yeah. to have. Mm -hmm. But then, like, I started selling some figures that I, I didn't really need or yeah. like. Some, like, just to save some space. And that's when, like, some James just spotted yeah. it. And he's like, hey, you selling that, you selling that? I'm like, okay. So he started giving me, like, because I saw, like, these things would go, like, pretty expensive on eBay. Yeah. My stuff, I don't think it's worth that much. Yeah. And uh, most other reasonable prices. So he always kept coming back and coming back, yeah. and like, yeah. I can't buy more <laughs> okay, figures. Okay. So like, yeah, he would just sort of as soon as he has like, like if you look at the first one he bought for me, to the third one, to like the ones he has now, there's like progress. There's a lot of one, improvement. Huh? Like back then, like you would just look at it, you finished it, like oh, it looks pretty sick, and then you look back at it today and you're like. <laughs> Are you sure it looked pretty sick? <laughs> yeah. I uh, get you, I get you. Yeah, I feel like uh, these are more improved now. This is like better, better quality foam. Yeah. And, uh... And how did you learn? You just were YouTubing and stuff? Or, like, did you actually want to get better? Or did you just, yeah, like, happen just to get like, better? Just I, Well, I just started start progressing by myself. Yeah. And then I started asking people, like... It's like a graph, you know? Like, going yeah, little yeah, by, yeah. like, so yeah. slow. Maybe decreasing a little bit. Yeah. Going a little back up. That's when I started asking. You told me, because you're the one, man. You're the one who, like, <laughs> you always, like, had me under your wing. You know, you're telling yeah. me, like, who asked this guy? Like, this guy does yeah. custom action figures. This guy does Hot Wheels. Yeah. Ask them, you know? Yeah. Um, Just don't be scared to ask, you know? Like, people are not going to be scared or anything. Like, if you guys ask for tips, and Jared can tell you guys a little bit more, because he's the one that had to get to know I kind of forced him to meet people and then ask questions you know because the the people are, are there to help you know it's a, the San Diego community to be honest I mean it's better than other places Ben has told me about stories that he has friends in the east coast like in New York and stuff and they always uh, he always asks him like you guys don't do stuff and he's like nah like nobody over here helps each other out nobody like talks to each other just always competition is like that's why i would mainly would always encourage you because i know those people would, would help you in the long run yeah like uh xavier javier yeah javier like he's a sort of the first guy i met that yeah. he introduced me to and i just started start talking to him and he he sort of gave me some tips that he tried he attempted some dramas in the past and i sort of learned from his mistakes yeah like he told me that if you use spray paint that the paint just sort of eats away at the foam and it gives it like a rocky texture I was like, oh, okay thanks and you were trying it out it. myself and i did and i was like ooh, this is good yeah 
and from there just sort of like people that uh, just result to you different stuff people yeah. that like I wouldn't otherwise not learn here like the washes yeah like I know how to like I have to like do a certain code yeah. and then just go over the top with like a wash and makes it look like old and stuff like that I think yeah. that's one one of the amazing things now for especially for talented people because um, it's cool that you guys have access to like tips and like all that stuff you know on YouTube and it's all free pretty much you know you could technically learn how to do this step by step I mean maybe you can't create it like I can't create it because you have an art of like being able to make the shapes of the rocks and all that stuff because like, it's like a talent dude to be honest what do you I mean, I, I, I've always been good at drawing. I, just since I was a kid. I suck at drawing. <laughs> I do like stick figures still. I was like always constantly drawing, drawing, like Dragon Ball. I think I've gotten better at drawing, but I still suck at it. Like, <laughs> there's no way I can like actually make something look like a horse or even a dog, you know? A simple thing. Like maybe a, the face of a dog, but not like anything else. There's probably gonna be people there from this, this year who are gonna be next there next year who are gonna be looking for you. Oh. I can I can almost guarantee you that like I'm almost hundred percent sure some of the people that saw your your diorama are gonna be like where's the little kid with diorama and then you're gonna be like boom and then you're gonna show them a better diorama and then it's just gonna be fucking nuts, dude. Because I know that y you've been working hard and I know that the next diorama that you present I don't know. Um, which one you're gonna do next but I know you're probably gonna knock that out of the ballpark yeah <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I, am I, I right or am I wrong <laughs> I hope I, I can cause I know you're gonna integrate some new stuff into it I know you I don't know if you wanna give away some details or anything but I know you've been playing around with different things to make the dioramas uh, yeah. look look better I've been playing around with like magnets and lights. Uh, yeah, like the last one that you showed me, the picture of that one looked like super real, dude. To be honest, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know, like the doors and all that stuff. Like you put that shit on point. I mean, I don't know how you did it or if it was actual like um, stuff on there. Like what the rails? Did you do that? Like where did you paint those or were those real yeah, rails? Yeah, I I painted the rails. See, like. And how did you do that? Well, it was just basically like, like a dowel, wooden dowel. Get, not craft silver paint, because that wouldn't look like yeah. an actual like uh, metal. But I would get like the, I would use some of the paints that I had for custom figures, like silver, like liquid chrome, something like that. It's like an amount, and that gives it more of a actual like metal tone look. to it. And That's for the, cool. the doors, I would just sort of, like, Draw, you, basically draw to, it. Do you have to? Do you have to, like, put tape over it and then just paint that section, or do no. you just like? How did you keep them from blending from each other? Or like, do you glue them on there or something or not? <laughs> the what do you mean? They like, were just paint. They're literally drawn and painted on, right? The like doors? the doors and all that stuff, well, or no? I I I sort of drew them out first. Yeah. That's when I went just traced them, not traced them, but like indented them. In, yeah. Like with the second knife, yeah. just cut the shape. And that's when I went over with like a dull pencil or something to make the shit the, the lines instead of being like closed with a more open yeah. give it that definition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just give it just paint like paint the wall like some like, gray because it was like rock and then yeah. just paint everything individually. 
and then just go over it with like a black wash yeah for the bricks yeah just paint the brick like the bricks all black give it like wash so it can get into the crevices yeah so that it won't get Mm -hmm. yeah so it would like make it pop out yeah and then just dry brush the brick right over them Mm -hmm. so you can see all the details and yeah sorry i'm I'm starting like to print little signs to scale really that's why i put some on those and um well yeah i've been trying to like to do what what i can so what's what's gonna be next are you gonna be making more like pumping out some more or you're just gonna like well i mean james has orders for life he's always like ordering (laughs) me stuff he's like hey jared so i'm gonna need like two more okay and then like i finish those two and he's like i'm gonna need these and these and these and he's like oh he's like like so far right now he has like he wants an iron man like full of armors how long does it take you to make graveyard um in general what was that other stuff to do in like school yeah like school i know and so I really don't really have much time, but uh, I I like in total of hours, how many hours do you think? From like three, twenty to like to like go to sleep, you know. Cause sometimes I I just sort of skip a day because I just yeah. kind of yeah. tired from school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I I get a I get them in, I get them through. Sort of pump them out. Like yeah. the Rocket Con, I sort of ran out oh, of them. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. how many can you pump out in, in the yeah. night? I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so you have to stay up. <laughs> yeah. You did one. You got yeah. to do one, huh? Because I know you had worked on the other two uh, the week prior, right? Yeah, I just sort of, I was like, because there was a, I had a bay order, but he never, he never, I, I, like he didn't have space after all. So yeah. I sort of made him, and now it's, it's just in my, my closet, but he yeah. didn't pick it up soon. But yeah, that, that was sort of the, you know, it didn't yeah. allow me to do others. Yeah. But if I knew he wasn't going to use it, I would You would have made, made more? It. Yeah. That would have been nice, because you did sell the other two that you had at that one day on Saturday, and then on Sunday, you well, from Saturday to Sunday, and you made a, you made one, another one at night, and then you sold that one pretty much instant, instantly to James. <laughs> James. And, uh, <laughs> so, um, I just wanted to... Uh, Say thank you for for being on the podcast and for giving uh, this out to the community. Um, uh, if you if you guys want to order anything, I think he's gonna possibly be exploring new new territories as far as like genres. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think if you guys talk to him, he can probably work something out. Uh, you guys could probably find him mostly on any group mm-hmm. on on Facebook. Uh, his name is, his full name is Jared Gomez. So if you guys could go show him some love, and if you guys want to order anything, just let him know ahead of time because, uh, like he says, he's gonna have to do some lifetime supplies for uh, James. And um, I just wanted to say uh, thank you again, so for being on here. We just finished episode 10. I hope that you guys enjoyed the episode. And I just wanted to leave you guys with the interview that we did at uh, RocketCon. This interview was with Stefan Constantino, who played the Gamorrean guard on Star Wars uh, Return of the Jedi. And he was just giving us a quick uh, output as to 
uh, how he got to play the role, which was pretty cool uh, listening to him explain the story. And the last part of the section for the podcast is going to be a, the l- small collaboration that we had with the Palaver Project podcast uh, with Michael Rivera. Shout outs to Michael. Thank you for um, having the time to record with us. I hope that you guys enjoy these last two segments of episode 10 of Beyond Every Toy Isle. You never, you never imagined that you were going to do this when you Wait, were... Wait, you recording? Yeah, it's recording. No, I, I had um, my, a martial arts teacher, you Van Putten, uh, said you should meet Corey. He's a great bass player. And I play guitar, and so as soon as we got together, it was instant chemistry. It was funky, and you know, I got the funk in me too, and the classic yeah. rock and everything. A lot of styles, but he loved that funk, and uh, it was instant, you know, synchronicity musically, inspiration. Yeah. And we used to rehearse at Billy D's house, his dad, because he lived there. And one day, Billy D came in and said, Corey, would you stand in there? Because obviously, if you look at these pictures, yeah. they, they look so much alike. Yeah. And um, he goes, I don't know, you Arizona? <laughs> he goes, we're like creative now, and you know. So Billy said, Billy D said to me, uh, pack up a guitar, you come with us, and you guys create on a set. How old were you? I was 26. You were 26? And um, well, Ralph Macchio days. But, <laughs> but uh, so we go, you know, go out and we sang it for the crew and uh, you know, the town every night. Yeah. In a hotel. And we had, you know, a lot of vibe and people loved it. Third or fourth day, driving to the desert, a lot of wind and blowing the sand, the solid pit, the barge, and a lot of waiting. So I, I felt like I wanted to do something. Because once I was out there, I was out there. Yeah. You know, you didn't go back to the hotel. Yeah. So everyone went. So when I, Gazanji uh, and the producer took us out, Billy D. Corey and I, and I said, listen, uh, I'm very grateful. And I'm getting all the amenities being with Billy, but I'll work for free. Just tell me I could do something to help out. He said, okay, show up the next day. And they made me the guard on the park. <laughs> and then to me, I saw like a stunt guys go in and a lot of scenes, there's six of them. You know, to, yeah. So I didn't think much of it. Yeah. I just thought, you know, great experience. Yeah. And then this came out. Yeah. 25 years, you know, 20. After 25 years, and the fans went crazy. He said, you, you let's do it by Luke on the barge? You don't want to stunt I said, no, you're the actual guy in the suit fighting. I said, yeah. Oh, you're on the, to them, I'm, a, I'm the poster child. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, it was kismet, you know? So yeah. It was music. And Corey and I still go out and do this, and we still can't believe it. We pitch ourselves. That's freaking awesome, man. Like, that's what I'm telling my friends right now. I tell them, like, you know, like, I don't know if what I'm doing is going to lead to something bigger, but I'm not definitely not doing it for the money. I'm doing it for, like, the experience and just to meet people and, like... How long have you been doing I've been, well, technically reselling. I've been doing this since 2011, but I barely recently started um, getting into it more, like, deep into it like maybe two years ago and the podcast I barely we barely started the podcast like a couple months ago and I just been working on it for a while now like you know since 2011 but I'm I know it's to where I want to get it's probably going to take longer 
but I'm gonna be. I know that I have the patience to do it. So it's right. like. I was, I did a podcast for a while about my friend and then we were at Universal. But I have a recording studio too. So my studio is a little better quality. Yeah. Or not a studio at Universal, Think Brigade Radio. They didn't even have headphones for all the, when they want to give me a show. I, yeah. I, I was a guest on their show, was, and they give me a show. And my partner, he's a guitar tech for like, you know, from Christina Aguilera to everybody. Yeah. And we're very technical, both engineers. Yeah. Producers. And no headphones, so it's like only one. So yeah. You want to hear something? Yeah. As my co-host, and I wound up doing a few shows at my house, but then I didn't go to Univ- back to Universal. So I was getting started there. I thought it would be a good thing, but then. You know, I still have the studio at my house. We've done yeah. quite a few shows that were good. And he's on tour now with, uh, I think, Christina Aguilera doing guitar. But um, we always, we're always thinking about the podcast. We're thinking, how do you really capitalize on that? Though? Well, I'm not seeking to capitalize at the moment. But, I like, there's different ways people do. I've seen people do, like... Uh, uh, they put the advertisements and stuff. I'm just trying to bring, hopefully, hopefully bring some type of value where at one point if I decide to sell something, they can help me like that. So I'm more trying to get like the, I guess the freaking, what do you say, like the interaction with the person so yeah. that they can yeah. not build the foundation. Yeah, like a like a relation, like an actual relationship now, like friend to friend or something like that. That's just all about. I met incredible people. Yeah. You know? Yeah, as we're winding down to today at uh, second, the second annual San Diego Rocket Con, I'm here with a with a good buddy of mine, a community toy collector here. The, I mean, I want to call him the Toy Man now. I want to call you the Toy Man because you just, dude, you 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 rock it. You make the, you you're the you're the deal maker. You're the, but you're <laughs> also you. the nicest guy I know. The toy collecting community. My 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 buddy Ben. ben Hi, how's it going, guys? Shout out to the Palaver Project. What's going on, guys? Having out here, just having some fun, relaxing, uh, meeting great people, first of all. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it really does feel like a local event. We see all the local collectors here. They're united. They're making their, you know, they're talking, they're communicating, they're networking. You know, it's really great. Uh, how, I mean, how do you how do you feel that second time around? Like, do you, does it feel a lot more grown? The show is, is growing. It's getting bigger. Um, we had a lot of a lot of the guests that came by, um, Larry Houston, Joe Rubenstein. I mean, some of the Power Rangers were out here. Some of the actors for Star Wars. I mean, it's, it's getting pretty big. I mean, it's a bigger show. It's a two-day event. I mean, a lot of those here. Yeah. You guys know Eduardo yeah. and Javier. Cool. I know Javier. Now we got the whole the whole Beyond Every Toy Isle podcast here, right? Yeah, this is the, 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 these are the main three guests here. Yeah. And we've been talking about like doing it like a cl- like a cross yeah, like a cross cross collaboration here and this the better better now than ever. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean we're all here, you know, it's hard to get people's schedules coordinated, you know. Yeah, yeah no, so. it is tough. It is tough. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean how did you guys like it so far? How do you guys like this? I was telling uh, I told both Steve and his son, um, who are the organizers of RocketCon? 
that it's like Comic Con is on top, then it's gonna be Rocket Con, and then way on the bottom is probably gonna be the other shows, just because yeah. of the infrastructure and what they're building is actual value to the, the community that they're trying to reach. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What did you think, bro? Oh, it was awesome. I was invited here, so uh, you know, I'm barely now just showing my my art that I have here, but uh, I've had positive response to everything, and it was an amazing show. Yeah, speaking of that, yeah, art, you know, we, it's not just toys here. Yeah. It's not just toys. It's all forms of media here. Yeah. <laughs> but we do, have, we, do, we do have an artist here with us. Well, actually, two, Javier and uh, we have Jared. Jared, Jared, Jared you want to say hello? Guys. Uh, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Jared's a little shy, guys, but give him some time, man. He's a good yeah, guy. He's, he's a good artist. He's, he's an amazing He's a guy uh, for dioramas in San Diego. Hit him up, guys. Jared Gomez at Facebook, man. Right. Cool, cool. Well, what did you guys, did you guys, um, I know you guys are vendors here to this, 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 this weekend, but did you guys go and walk the floor and pick up anything good? Did oh, you guys yeah. get anything good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got a couple of autographs. A couple of autographs. We did a couple of, um, what's it called? Some trades as well. Yeah, I picked up a lot of trades, yeah. lot of trades mainly, and that's the cool thing about it. You know, a lot of the vendors here, we know them, we know them on a personal level, and you know, money is not a thing with us. So if you guys want to do trades, man, trades are always welcome. That's right. You know, where can they go to contact you guys in order? To, you know, if they're if they're just getting into collecting and they wanna they wanna start up their co their collection and they wanna look for some good deals, where do I send them to? Where's your guys? The collector showroom. On Facebook. On Facebook. So on just Facebook. search the collector showroom on Facebook uh, and join. Uh, we will be expanding hopefully soon to have uh, the beta podcast, which you were mentioning earlier. Right, beyond every toy aisle. Look them up on Apple Podcasts. Are you guys on any other uh, platform? Are you guys gonna move on for? I believe that the app that I use, Anchor. Yeah. Um, I believe that it, that platform use um, sends it to every other platform that does podcast distribution, and then they um, take care of the rest of the pro process and stuff, and they distribute in every platform. You heard that, Android users? You can download the podcast. You most likely can find it on Spotify for sure. Yeah. And also, um, if you use the, if one of you guys is trying to start a podcast, I'm not sure, but if one of you guys wants to start a podcast, that Anchor app, I would highly recommend it because it's like once you get the hang of it, it's really good and like friendly. I mean, I don't know nothing about editing or anything. I just on the on the fly, you know, like I have no preparation for this, so it's just it's been awesome. Same here. I've been just on learning, learning as I go along. Yeah. yeah so, you know, uh, I, I mean, any, any final thoughts about this, this weekend? Or are you hoping to come back here 2020 and do it all over again? I am, oh, to yeah. be honest. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. We'll be here. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Invited again. I'll do it. Definitely. Come on, you're your family, man. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will definitely be here. I will bring my wallet and my credit cards, the whole thing, and I will. I will keep on spending as long as they keep on turning out more X Men. I'll be here. All right, guys. I think we're gonna call it uh, this episode. This was episode ten. Uh, this was Eduardo Pineda. We're beyond every toy aisle. You guys have a good one. Bye.